Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 12th of October, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 682. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gure is here. Job, it's demo week. That's what we're talking about. Yep, that's it. That's that's what we got this week. I have actually been playing other games, but they're all old games, and I figure let's not, you know, spend all of eternity talking about how much I still continue to love Slay the Spire, you know, because I do still play it every day, uh, the daily, but uh, yeah, we don't need to, you know, get into it. Although, you know, now that you started me, uh, I did have a run, must have been Monday? Yeah. Oh, no, we can't talk about it. Why not? Oh, uh, we're only talking about demos. Yeah, it was a demo run. Um, I did have a run. Uh, it was the, the daily. Runs? I had the runs, yeah. Um, and, like, you got to select your cards at the start of the, the run. So, like, you had, a, you had 30 cards and you picked 10. Mm. And you could immediately, immediately go infinite. And it almost... I don't really play infinite decks a lot. Infinite is, if you're not familiar, uh, where you're basically able to play cards forever, right? There are cards like, uh, well, in this case, I think it was uh, Claw and some card draw cards. And Claw is a card that when you play it, it does like really low damage to start off with. It does three damage, but every time you use it, it gains two damage and every other claw that you have also gains two damage. And so all you needed to do was continue to draw all of your claw cards and everything died. It did actually get pretty close a couple of times because there are some uh, enemies um, that like have like thorns, which is like, you know, reflecting or it does three damage every time you hit them. And when you're only doing a really small amount of damage to start off with and you need to hit them to scale up, uh, yeah, it can really hurt to get to a point where you're actually doing enough damage to kill them. But uh, so I did get kind of close, but I did manage to, to get through it. And uh, yeah, it was pretty fucking bananas. Uh, it took a lot of like a lot of focus to not, fuck up this uh this infinite to just get rid of the useless cards and to to not take any other cards because it's very tempting i like i'll uh i'll take if i've got like 20 uh, 20 cards in my deck that's that's usually my sweet spot um but yeah uh with this you wanted as few cards as possible you didn't even want more claws right like you wanted to keep it below like I think like six claws, I think was where I, I figured would be the sweet spot because otherwise there's a chance that if you've got more than that, right? If you've got 10 cards and eight of them are claws, right? And you draw five cards, then there's a high percentage chance. And then the other two cards are just drawing more cards. Uh there's a high percentage chance that you won't actually draw one of your draw more cards cards and then you won't be able to draw more claws and then uh yeah you kind of fucked and also if you're keeping it below 10 which is just two cycles of of your hand 
for uh, a refresh to like to shuffle back your discard pile. Uh, if you're keeping it down to ten, then yeah, that's like eight claws is just too many, right? That's you could have two more draw more cards, cards, you know. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot to sort of think about in that regard, uh, and yeah. It just goes... It just went fucking ham. It just required discipline. And there was another one. I think the very next day, there's a, there's a, like, a modifier that the daily does uh, where at the end of your turn, it shuffles 10 random cards into your deck. And that one's fucking wild, right? Because uh, as soon as it starts doing that, like I just don't give a fuck anymore, right? I'll just I'll just start adding cards to my deck because really what I'm looking for is there's there's something called um uh omniscience. Uh and that allows you to go through the deck uh the the not yet drawn cards. You've got your deck and you've got your discard pile. You go through your deck to find a card and then play it twice. And when it's just adding random cards in at you, and you get to like a deck that's fucking 100 cards big, when you play Omniscience, there is a high percentage chance that you're going to find another Omniscience in there and that shit gets really fucking stupid once you start because then you play an Omniscience twice, which allows you to play two other cards twice and... They're all for free. And so you like this this other one, I was like I'd play a wish card, uh, which uh you can like get shit tons of strength, shit tons of block, uh, or like a bunch of gold. I'd play that and then it'd it'd I'd have twelve fucking strength going into the the rest of that round type thing, you know, and then or I'd uh play like just something the the other card would just be something that just wallops over and over and over again but i wouldn't have any control over over where it was going it just didn't matter because you were doing so much fucking power uh, damage at that point and so yeah like there's it's interesting the way that game can change like one one game you're like literally not taking anything and trying to actively get rid of everything in your hand and the next game, you're taking fucking everything and it literally doesn't matter and you're just random drawing until you can find whatever it is that'll allow you to fucking win, you know? It's good. It's good fun. I crack, consistently crack the top 100 on the dailies now, uh, which is good. Uh, yeah. 120 people playing? 120 people, yeah. <laughs> if you're not coming last, it's climbed my way out of last. Uh, no, there's always about twenty people who try to get like any points at all as fast as humanly possible, so that they can get on the board. So, and then screenshot it. And then screenshot like, it. Yeah. Look at me, I'm twenty. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, so that shit's good. I like it. I like it. And speaking of games that are, uh, you know, been playing. Mm. For a long time and revisiting, we've been revisiting the old Hell Let Loose action, and that game's still pretty good. But the something about it feels a little bit off. I don't know if it's a server tick rate thing or hit reg is 
fuck thing or something, but yeah. You're shooting. No, it's not my shooting. It's not my shooting. <laughs> I promise you it's not my shooting. Because um, it's even happened in Nate. And Nate, Nate's not a bad shooter. Um, but yeah. So I have been having fun, but uh, yeah. Good Lord. It's very frustrating when you're... I had a, we had a round earlier today where uh, I was at 20 kills, uh, one death, uh, like fucking 10 minutes into the round. I just went huge and I played the assault class, had the STG 44 and uh, I was just mowing them down, like murdering them all over the place. And then when I could tell, like I was, I was in a house and it was sort of past the point that we'd captured and uh, I was shooting them when they'd finally worked out where I was. They mounted quite the offense to try and get up the stairs to get to me, but stairs are a pretty natural choke point. And uh, it was, it was kind of easy to, to put them down, but I was down to like one clip left and I'm like, oh shit, here we go. So what I did was I went up to the attic of this house and the assault class at level nine or 10 or whatever is, uh, yeah, I think it's level nine, has a, the STG and a satchel. And I put the satchel on a two minute timer and uh, they finally got up the top. They finally killed me. And uh, yeah, about a minute later, boom, I got six more kills. It was fantastic. Uh, they had no idea I'd set that one up for them. And then the next game, I think it was the next game. We lost that fucking game somehow. We shouldn't have. Uh, the amount of times, like just me, JB and Nate as a three-person squad were combat ace uh, by like a like by 25% of the points. It was ridiculous. Uh, and we were just shy of fucking offensive ace as well. And then the next, yeah, the very next round, Nate jumped on the fucking machine gun and he got like 30 kills it was fucking filthy uh like 30 kills in one life uh and he was just popping them ridiculous uh, anyway so yeah old games still good still good moving on what is the oldest game the oldest game chess I don't know. what what is the oldest game <laughs> is it chess uh, the oldest video game Oldest video game, Pong? Table tennis, isn't it called? Tennis for two? No, ta table tennis. No, it's, I don't think it's any of those. Uh, what do you reckon it's, it is? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Go on. You're going to lie. Bertie the Brain? What? Bertie... Brain? Bertie the Brain? It's one of the first games developed... Oh, no, what's the first? The first game... To ever come out tennis for two, like I fucking said. Like I fucking said, mate. Uh, yeah, anyway. So Joe was right again, uh, and it's not Birdie the Brain. Uh, can we talk about a movie? Sure. Fucking, what was that pause about? You got fucking <laughs> places to be, mate. Uh, you were like, oh, I'm going to a short podcast, short podcast. Yeah, I do that to, <laughs> to stitch you up. Um, have you seen The Creator? No, no, that's the new um, 
Gareth, Gareth Edwards. Evans? Yeah. Edwards? Yeah, no. Yeah. What a terrible, terrible movie. I cannot believe a movie would be that bad. It was. It looked so good. The tr- like, the trailer, I went back and watched it. I'd only seen like the screenshots and stuff and had it described to me. Uh, but yeah, I went back and uh, had a squiz. And um, yeah, it's it's just awful. I just don't understand how they could have uh, done this. You know, like got a really good score. Yeah, people audience f- score fucking bananas, man. Because uh, <laughs> it's bad. Um, it's it's hard to explain without you know doing any spoilers. Uh, to explain why it's it's so bad, um, but it just just it is the most generic fucking storyline I have ever fucking seen. Uh, you will immediately guess if Avatar ripped off Pocahontas, right? You will instantly guess what this one ripped off because it couldn't be any more obvious, uh, and it's just such a weird one to fucking rip off. My biggest, well, one of my biggest problems was... Armageddon. It wasn't Armageddon. Although, that, it's funny you bring that up because uh, like it's full of it's full of those moments. The, the ones with like, from the commentary track with Ben Affleck is like, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, why would they train... Uh, why wouldn't they just train astronauts how to drill? Why would they train drillers how to be astronauts? Wouldn't that, that be significantly harder? Uh, so Ben Affleck says he, he t- told Michael Bay, and then Michael Bay replied with, Shut the fuck up, Ben. Uh, and that's that was the end of that. This is a real plan. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, So now, whenever I come across one of those things in a movie where it's like, Oh, don't worry about it. Like my my brain asks a question. It's like, why didn't they just? Well, why would they? <laughs> like, yeah. No, it used to be I would I would be like, don't worry about it. And like I can usually I can watch a movie and if there's maybe two, don't worry about it. Or like one big, don't worry about it, and and one other little one. Right, I'm usually okay with the rest of the film. Um, or uh, to to cap off the Armageddon thing, uh, now mentally I just think shut the fuck up, Ben. Like uh, when I'm like, why would why would the robot do blah? Uh, shut the fuck up, Ben. Uh, but the creator, it's like they're trying to pack as many shut the fuck up, Ben moments into every scene as humanly possible. Like it's some sort of fucking weird game to see if you spotted them all. And you come out of the cinema and you're like, I spotted 256 shut the fuck up Ben moments. And your mate's like, oh yeah, no, I saw 270. And you're like, damn it. Oh, they did better. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's just over and over and over again. But yeah, one of the biggest problems I had was uh, the AI isn't smart. It's not smart AI, right? Like they just... They don't play it. They, they just may as well just be humans. They're not capable of anything more than a human is. Uh, and it leads to a lot of other fucking questions. But uh, yeah, 
on a fundamental level. It's just really dumb artificial intelligence, uh, which is just really stupid. Uh, my guess is one day we will find out that the creator was written by ChatGPT. Uh, and yeah, every, every single person who has seen it is going to go, oh yeah, no, for sure. No, I knew that. I, I didn't, I didn't know it, know it, but deep down I knew it. I, you know, anyway, the fucking reviews for it are insanity. Hey, uh, speaking of reviews, this is going to upset you, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, uh, I was trying to work out whether or not I would I should watch the Gran Turismo movie. Right. And uh, I, co- I collected my favorite reviews. And I'm going to read them now. What do you reckon? Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. 10 from, out of 10. From where? Where are these from? Oh, this, these are from imdb.com. Um, so uh, just user reviews. All right. 12th of August. Bromsey writes... 10 out of 10. The absolute best movie I have ever seen in my entire life. I really didn't expect it to literally become the best movie and best cinema experience in my entire life when I decided to buy the tickets. I'm a gamer myself and I have sacrificed years of my life trying to become a professional player in the popular game League of Legends. Oh my god. I have failed miserably. (laughs) Because I didn't give it my all, I didn't believe it was possible for me to achieve what I was dreaming of. This movie felt like it was about me and my own life. Uh, For the majority of my life, I've been dreaming of achieving something that no one believed I was capable of doing. My parents never supported me. Literally everyone told me that I was going to be a failure. Eventually, I just gave in to them and started learning programming, something that I'm not passionate about at all, but pays really good money. I became a software developer since, and I'm getting paid really well. But is that what matters? I don't know. (laughs) This movie brought tears to my eyes at multiple instances. For me, this was a one in a lifetime experience. The sound quality was insane and the stunning visuals were breathtaking. I watched it in IMAX and I strongly recommend that you do the same. Bromsey, big fella, you need a therapist. You gotta go to therapy. Stop going to cinemas. Stop with paying all that IMAX money and go to fucking see a shrink. Okay, buddy? You got some hurt. You got some pain deep down inside that you need addressed. Uh, I want to see that movie, though. What? Like, where he just gives up on his dream? <laughs> no, no. It's it's him watching the Gran oh, Turismo shit, film. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And, like, weeping. Like, uncontrollably weeping. Uh, all right. 8th of August. Syed Uzar writes, Best gaming movie adaptation. It was a great experience watching it in the theater and being able to relate to the in-game Gran Turismo experience with what was shown in the movie. It was a solid adaptation with some desirable, better CGI quality. But all in all, it was a good watch. Oh, sorry, 10 out of 10. I forgot to mention. Um, uh, The length of the movie is fair... It doesn't get boring at any point. It keeps you hooked to the screen. Plus, there are Easter eggs here and there for GT fans to enjoy. If you're on the fence and a player of GT7 on PS5 or have played previous entries in the series, then it's a must-watch. And for other move-goers, it's much better than a lot of other stuff in the cinemas 
right now. Uh, yeah, mm. I could feel the ten. Now, I, first of all, it's not it's not an adaption of a game though. No, it's like a <laughs> biopic, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not even. It it doesn't really have anything to do with like the like. Oh, this is based on the Gran Turismo two game. Like, there's no story in it. It's based off of like esports. Yeah. <laughs> right. God damn. Uh, all right. Next up, ten out of ten. Move over, Barbie. Here's a real damn good movie from Flower Petal zero six six five nine on the sixteenth of August. In today's hyper-marketed world of okay-ish, overrated movies like The Barbie, Gran Turismo is what makes a great movie and one worth going to the cinema for. Such an adrenaline-packed, visually amazing, edge-of-the-seat, engrossing, and inspirational movie. Love the cast, especially David Harbour, a real man. Not one dull moment in the movie. The emphasis, by the way, is from the uh, the caps uh, littered throughout this review. Um, not one dull moment in the movie. And both myself and my friend enjoyed every bit, beginning to end. Left us feeling good and great. I watched it today after checking out the reviews on IMDb. And boy, is the movie underrated. I don't understand the score. It definitely deserves a score above eight. Go watch this great film and take your family and friends with you. Smiley face. Fantastic. Uh, doesn't feel like they've got an agenda or anything. Uh, I think, I think they just genuinely liked Gran Turismo more than the Barbie. And yeah, you know, hyper marketed world. It, you gotta, you gotta enjoy in today's hypermarketed world of okay-ish, overrated movies like The Barbie. It's nice to be able to go to the cinema and enjoy an indie film with a small marketing budget, like something mm. from Sony. Uh, and it's for men too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, fantastic. That's that's what's important. Not enough movies for men, you know. I feel <laughs> as a straight white man. I'm not really catered to enough. Um, all right, 10 out of 10. B. Hernandez, 2216 on the 11th of September. Oh, come on. What a date. How are you going to do that to me? Uh, what a great racing movie. This movie was so incredible and also enjoyable to enjoy one of... Fucking God damn it. This sentence makes my brain wrinkle. I'll try it again. This movie was so incredible and also enjoyable to enjoy one of the most amazing true story about Gran Turismo. A former classic video game, uh, Jan Mardenborough wanted to become a race car driver for GT Academy was magical. And it was also based on video game phenomenon created by Kazunori Yamauchi. Uh, it has its best racing moments, emotional moments, and has told the best underdog story about gamers becoming a real race car drivers of the world. David Harbour did a good job with his role as a street racing coach, and Archie Ma Madekwe steals the show, and I was the edge of my seat like I was in the race. Gran Turismo is so much fun to watch in the cinemas and to be able to experience the need for speed. The best race car movie of 2023 ever made. All right. You know? Uh, and uh, and the last two are the one out of tens. 
that I really enjoyed. Uh, so uh, we've got Not Realistic at All by Jose Suarez on the 25th of August. First, <clears throat> the first thing that jumps out of control is the he's an un underdog resource. Although he is an underdog, the plot could be better crafted. Second of all, if you see the movie without any knowledge of motorsport, it's an acceptable film, a little generic, and goes for play it safe, but not that bad. Anyhow, as someone that has been involved in motorsports, it lacks of realism. Clearly not a biographical motion picture, more of a propagandistic piece for Nissan than an actual artwork. There are so many errors portrayed while representing motorsport that the whole movie just becomes offensive for real drivers, fans, and motorheads. In conclusion, if anybody is about to make a movie out racing cars, the minimum effort expected is to learn anything about cars before even attempting to do the actual footage. P.S. One of the most remarkable areas in the movie is the start of the 24-hour Le Mans. Traditionally, drivers run to their cars at the beginning of the race, and in the movie, they just begin with the engine started and in the grid as in a GT or F1 format. Damn. Jose Suarez, not happy with the realistic. He was he was sitting there like, shut the fuck up, Ben. He was in for a documentary. He, yeah, exactly. They, like, like, they not- got the fucking the district nine guy in to do this what the fuck that's one of my favorite <laughs> documentaries ever. i love that one yeah. uh yeah he was he was he was um shut the fuck up bending all over the place i think in this one <laughs> too many times and the last one uh 22nd of august fnvry i don't know how to say that phonetically uh if tommy Wiseau made a car racing movie uh, one out of ten, by the way. Uh, it has it all. Most any stereotypical diversity family they could possibly find at UK and tackling white elite privilege by throughout the most costly sport they could think of. Oh, sorry. Think off. Dot, dot, dot. That's the first punctuation that uh, isn't a weird comma in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I can't believe how 80s dream challenging inspiring movie plots still has been used but with Tommy Wiseau mantle room rating tells you how inclusion infects movie business today regardless of how rubbish the film is inclusion logic creates a concrete fan base which also which also posh it in the box office too the sorry exclamation point uh, the movie is about equal opportunities. Car racing is just happens to be a related, challenging subject. Let's find anything new generation cares and then pick a diverse team out of. The movie itself is a forbidden race made for a few people. Now this challenges its existential privileges. Of course, inclusion is fine, but set up racing script with only a one-way and ending narrative street has ruined the movie from the start. The slow-speaking, ultra-condescending Orlando Bloom character, a.k.a. Tommy Wiseau doppelganger. What? Uh, Literally swear at rich white car races out of nowhere. Pushed up stuffy diversity, sorry, diversify cast won't sell, especially since the movie makers themselves have no idea how to forcibly showing the kid talent throughout of actual racing. I know I didn't include you in my review again people love winning without i know i didn't include you in my review 
what? Again, people love winning without qualifications. That's what sells most to shallow generation, regardless of any possible diversity. This is what I call a neo-privileged generation. Well, a lot to unpack from FNVRY. Uh, is this like we have to guess which one is yours now? Is that what we're uh, doing? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So, uh, any thoughts there, Luke? Go with the last one. You reckon the last one? <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I know I didn't include you in my review, and uh, that's my bad. Uh, so I did note that in the review. Orlando Bloom character, aka the Tommy Wiseau doppelganger. Does Orlando Bloom? Does the handsome guy from fucking Pirates of the Caribbean look like Tommy Wiseau? Doesn't Tommy Wiseau look like fucking Edward James almost? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what the fuck? Anyway. Insanity. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's the movie cast. Uh, and that's it. We're done. Peace out. Wait, so you didn't like it? <laughs> uh, Grand Turismo. Haven't watched yeah. it. Decided not oh, to watch okay. it. I was I was too split. I couldn't tell. <laughs> the reviews. That's me. also got really good reviews, like proper reviews on the yeah. critic side, I guess. I assume you have um, to uh, spin a wheel to a roulette wheel to get any upgrades for your car parts when you're uh, in the racing. Oh, that's what he was upset about. That's what I. It's yeah, not realistic enough. What I was upset about. Uh, there's no there's no chocolate wheel at all. Exactly. Alrighty. Yeah. Anyway. Wait, how, how, how about this IMAX cinema is like fucking sold out now every day? Uh, right? We were, we were, we were ahead of the curve. We could have, we could have fucking scalped some tickets or something, you know? Mm. Uh, they're just a bit, you know, expensive. And there wasn't but anything also, I really wanted to see. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. I want to yes. see Top Gun. I do want to see yeah. that. But, uh, yeah. But it's not on. Like, it's, 3.30, that's ridiculous. It's like on a Monday. You're like, fuck off. <laughs> Are you going to go... Did you get tickets to Taylor? No. No, that sounds like a nightmare. You're not going to go to the movie? No. Weren't you trying to get tickets to the concert though? Yeah, that's different. How is that different? Because because one of them is an experience of like being in a stadium. I don't feel... I don't want to sit in the fucking IMAX cinema with 400 girls screaming. And potentially not being able to hear anything at that point. That's what I feel like it's going to be like. Oh, you reckon they're going to drown out the speakers? Probably. I assume so. You get the, the like, assisted, the audio assistance. Yeah. I mean, think about, like, how many times you're shushing people, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to be on crack. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would have, I would have, I would have really appreciated the opportunity to shush someone in the creator because then maybe I could have gotten into a fight with them and then I would have been able to leave early. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did not. Anyway, uh, Steam Next Fest is... Oh, wait, you've added something. What happened? Yeah. You just added something. <laughs> I put it in there before. What are you talking about? You added just something. added... You literally just added it. It was these four... Three no, of I, which are fucking start. Next Fest demos. That was at the top. Steam Next Fest demos was at the fucking top, and you just fucking slotted yeah, Lords of the down. Fallen in there when I wasn't looking. I moved it down Horse because shit. 
because these are all Steam demos. Uh, Lords of the Fallen's out this week. I've played a little bit. Um, I talked about it a couple of uh, months back, like August, about August, I think. Um, he fucked it. Uh, yeah, he it's basically, it. it's it's a um, it's a Souls like, uh, and I got to play about four or five hours. Um, a while back. I've not put in too much time this time. Uh, I'm only like literally an hour in. Mm. Um, getting fucking walloped by like the second boss. Oh yeah. Uh, I think I think they like changed the uh, difficulty. Oh, they rented the preview. it up? Well, I think they toned it down in the preview. Oh, in the um, preview, right. Because yeah. they didn't want people sitting there like getting stuck on bosses. They knew you were bosses. coming. Yeah. They chucked it in um, mode. So uh, I've I've died like six times to this boss at the moment, um, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, hmm. pretty sure I one shot this dude last time. Yep. Um, so anyway, I've uh, yeah, I just haven't had much time to play it, but it's uh, I just want to remind people that it's out. Um, mm. I'm not sure how it's going to do, but I know people in the Souls-like community are uh, super interested in it. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll wait and see. I'll try and get some more time in at some point. I'm just so he's uh, like playing, still going to try out Liza P as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, got to give that one a run. And well, I don't have I don't have Game Pass anymore, so I've got to try and figure out how they get fucking Game you Pass. Don't back. have Game Pass. Yeah, my my Game Pass ran out. My my year's subscription, or whatever. I don't I don't mean to sound entitled. But aren't you the editor of a quite large games website, you fucking dork? Yeah, but why Why would I pay what? for that? Why would they pay for that? No, Microsoft will <laughs> provide you with a code. Oh, really? I gotta talk to Microsoft then. Too yes. busy. Ah, uh, right, right. No, right. the point is I'm too, like, I'm too busy to play it. Is right. that I, I was like, I looked at it at one point and yeah. was like, what am I doing? I got, I got no time to play this shit. Right. Um... So I'll get to it at some stage. It'll probably just be like January, January, <laughs> like December. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you still you got to finish Baldur's Gate, right? Uh, yeah. Just finish Baldur's Gate, Cyberpunk, everything, Jedi. Oh yeah. Pretty much anything I've started. Um, I gotta finish Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Excellent. All right. Um, so yeah, I just want to remind people that's that's out because uh, it might. I'm pretty excited. Know, might do well. I'm interested. I think wait for wait for the um, wait for the reviews. I would yeah. say wait for the reviews. Uh, it's it's definitely like a because uh, it's running on Unreal Engine five. I don't know technically how it's gonna. Uh, UE 5s had like problems with oh, yeah. stuff recently, like a bunch of games that are running on it. Um, yeah. Has I haven't like, had too many. Yeah, you wouldn't have problems. You got forty ninety, but has it got like Lumen? Lumen or Luminite or wherever that fucking their ray trace baked in ray tracing shit has it got that yeah, shit on I, and whatnot I have no idea it's got DLSS 3 it's got an right. old version of it. it's got that it's got the same DLSS version that they're running on like um, that they run on Survivor so you can probably change the version the DLL file on that um, and it's uh, it's a little um, stuttery without it on so Oof. but I'm also like playing at a 4k with fucking max on I haven't tweaked any of the settings so I have no idea maybe yeah, I right. need to drop it down um, and they're still patching it so I think two patches came through today and a couple the last couple of days um, I think they're all like day one patches or day zero patches at this point so yeah I, uh, reviews will be out by the time people hear this um, 
mm. and we'll get a, probably a decent idea. But yeah, I'm I'm very keen to see what people think because what I played seemed pretty cool. Um, I just don't know how much it holds up. Yeah, I should keep going. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right, that's Laws of the Fallen. Um, Steam next des- right. next fest demos. Kick it off. I gotta shut some windows. All right, he's gonna shut his windows. Um, yeah, I've played a bunch. Uh, I'm not gonna go into too much detail on the ones that just didn't interest me. Like there, are, like I, I I grabbed a fuck ton of them. Uh, about like fucking eighty gigs worth of fucking demos, uh, and a lot of these are like fucking four hundred megs. Um, so I grabbed a shitload of them. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna go into too much detail on the ones that are just sort of, eh, it didn't grab me. But if it, if I thought it had, like, specific issues, then I'll, I'll, I'll jump on it. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I don't want to fucking, this, I thought this might be for me, but it's not. Because that's sort of how, you know, that's how it used to go with, you get the demo disc back in the day, you pop it in and you play a game. Let's say it's fucking Die Hard Trilogy and you fucking absolutely fang it. But on the same disc is something else like something you, you don't much care for. Like uh, Terranigma. I never really liked Terranigma. I remember that demo. My brother used to fucking love it. And it used to drive me bonkers because he'd chuck the demo disc in and then he'd load up Terranigma. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's trash. It's also some sort of RPG and you can't make any progress. And he's like, I just love, I just love this. And I'm like, you're fucking weird. Anyway, so, but I, I wouldn't go around. I'd trash it to my brother, but I wouldn't go around telling people Terranigma is shit. I'd just tell him, i tell my brother it was shit because he's my brother and I liked upsetting him. Um... I still do. I don't know why I said it in the past tense. Uh, anyway, so I'll only go in on a demo if I, th- I thought it actually specifically had issues. Um, so to start off with that uh, in mind, United 1944 uh, is an extraction shooter with like a World War Two theme. And I just don't think it works, man. Like, I just don't think... The, the execution is so far away from what I think any game of like in that genre needs to be. Like all of the, I've played some early builds of extraction shooters before, and they've always had at least fucking AI running around. And I, I never ran. I ran into one human and zero AI. And without threat, uh, extraction shooters are fucking deeply fucking boring um so yeah and yeah and this this was a game where the the threat was uh maybe there's other players in the server i don't even fucking know if there's other players in this server at this point what game's it called uh united 1944 um so yeah i just i did not did not think that one was uh i think that should not have been a demo uh, they should not have put that demo out because I don't think anyone's coming away from that one more excited about the game. Uh, I think they made a m- massive mistake on that one. Uh, I did some reading and it was a pivot as well. Uh, it was previously like a 16 versus 16 sort of um, return to Castle Wolfenstein, like enemy territory style game. 
it used to be like that and they've pivoted to this extraction shooter shit and is that hot oh uh, yeah I think they should go back I should, I think look yeah go back to what they were aiming for originally because I would play I have fond memories of enemy territory um, yeah I mean the trailer's got like people building shit and yeah it's not like really something you do in uh, extraction shooter no you do right. like I think you're supposed to do it to sort of like barricade yourself while you're trying to extract and stuff is the idea I got but yeah uh, so no not not great that one um, what else have we got oh quantum derelict um, is it just I really wanted to like this one because it seemed very interesting but the like it's got like this weird voiceover you can't skip oh I I couldn't skip lines uh, the music during the prologue was like like a carnival music or some shit and that was fucking weird but it's a space game uh, where you're like your spaceship is sort of like warping every 15 minutes to a new location and, and uh, you've got to try and survive for as long as possible and so it's sort of like a a a roguelike um, where you're managing a bunch of these drones and using these drones to sort of like harvest minerals and clean up dead bodies and all this kind of shit. Uh, but to get to that point, yeah, fucking hell. It's, it's some doing. There's a lot of fucking yapping and it's just so oddly performed. Uh, so tonally fucking odd. Uh, and then when I decided I'd had enough and tried to skip the prologue, it didn't actually allow me to and so I just had to fucking sit there until it ended which was also fucking weird um but yeah like it's got it's got all these cool ideas and mechanics uh just uh like you're trying to manage your sanity and your health at the same time which is I, I don't know I just think it's an interesting uh idea for a game to to pursue that kind of thing there's a lot of a lot you can do with uh, with that kind of thing, with uh, sanity as a, a an economy that you spend, um, and yeah. So so it had these really cool ideas. It just execution wise, yeah. I don't know. Um, it just fell apart for me, which was unfortunate. I think it just needs more work. It's another one where I think the demo. Uh, I, I get the idea, like, oh, it's next fest demo, but you need to put out something a lot more polished, I think. Um, now it's some uh, better ones. Uh, Relentless Frontier um, was a like a psychedelic uh, um, Doom style game. Right, like uh, it's made in GZ Doom, GZ Doom, uh, and it's got that 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 slidey feel. That whenever I play a old school Doom game, it always takes me like fifteen seconds to get used to the movement, and then suddenly it just flows, and it felt really good, like really good puzzles, loads of fucking secrets, interesting puzzle platforming. Uh, 
but like the gunplay just wasn't really doing it for me the enemies were kind of two notes like there was you see a lot of one enemy and then occasionally another they do expand like it does ramp up as you get further and further into it but uh like a couple of new enemies show up but it takes it, the pacing isn't quite there uh, you just fighting the same enemy for a long time which is very old school it is very doom but i just feel like you know uh does it, game design has moved on from that position i think uh another doom another gz doom game that i played was calcium contract which is more like a more like was it hexen i think uh it's like this it's got this crazy uh story and this uh whack fucking aesthetic like this fucking hyper color aesthetic um and yeah you're you're there to go kill like this bird monster and uh because they've broken the the oldest contract which is when you die you don't you, you don't live anymore uh and so shit on this this island is is just not dying and you to go there with your reaper's scythe and fucking make them die uh you can sort of rewind it, it was never explained to me but you can rewind however you like and just sort of when you fuck up and take damage that you didn't want to you just sort of rewind a bit and then yeah uh you do it over again uh that was cool um that's a cool idea uh like Forza, basically. Uh, I don't think I've seen it in a shooter before. But, um, yeah, it just allows you to take the fight a little bit different and a bit more efficient. and So that's cool. Uh, and, yeah. I don't know. I think that was pretty interesting. Um, very deep in the boomer shooter uh, genre, though. And usually, like... Uh, this one didn't have very interesting uh, movement. And usually, if I'm playing a boomer shooter, I want top-tier fucking movement, a la Turbo Overkill or uh, Ultra Kill. I want to be able to fucking... Yeah, just fucking break the boundaries of a map. And this one is a little bit more grounded. Um, I don't... I haven't, I haven't personally interrogated why I feel that way, but I do. Um... Third on the boomer shooter list is The Last Exterminator. Uh, probably my favorite of the shooters that I played from the demos. Uh, this one is Duke Nukem. It is flat out uh, unashamedly Duke Nukem. They are, they've gone out to make a Duke Nukem game. 3D. Uh, uh, hey? Duke Nukem 3D? Duke Nukem 3D, yes. Yeah, not, uh, the, not the classic Duke Nukem. Sorry. Um, yeah, they've gone out to make a, a Nukem 3D game, and I reckon they've come closer than anyone, uh, I've fucking seen in a long time. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I just think it's, it plays so good. Um, yeah, they, uh, you, you're this chick, I don't even fucking know her name, uh, but she's an exterminator. The exterminator. Yeah, she's the exterminator. And uh, 
Yeah. She, like, these uh, these cockroach... Kira Parker. Kira Parker, okay. Uh, these cockroach aliens, um, like, come to Earth, and she's the exterminator, so she's gonna fucking do it. She's gonna kill them. And, uh, yeah, she does. Um, it's got great weapons, great old-school Jukenikum 3D vibe, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. This one was really fun. Awesome. Loads of fucking secrets to find throughout the levels and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, you just fucking keep... Like, it feels like you get to the end of the level, the demo level, and you're like, oh, no, I'm sure... There, there are secrets I haven't found yet. There was like an area I couldn't get to yet. I've got to go fucking see it. So yeah, this one I liked a lot. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got on the list? All right, two more. Cobalt Core is a is Slay the Spire meets FTL and I really liked it um I wasn't loving the art style but uh I quickly stopped caring uh cause the game works man like you're you're on this spaceship and uh you controlled by furries looks yeah. like yes <laughs> by anthropomorphic animals and uh yeah you you basically fight other spaceships and you do it on like a on her slay the st st uh, slay the spider style map and you pick which you know which place you're going to go to next and you upgrade and you get artifact type things but the twist is that when you're fighting there's like a movement element to what you're doing as well it's not just uh, attacking and defending but you can also move out of the way of attacks like uh and and that changes uh how you think about what you're doing right because it's a it's a it's a whole other element that you need to take into play am i going to move out of the way and uh and avoid this damage altogether uh but then my gun doesn't line up and I can't take a shot or would I prefer to take a little bit of damage and uh, still get a shot on? Maybe I can get some shields up. I can get shields up, but I also have to move. And so, yeah, you sort of start to piece together all the elements uh, and it just it turns into a, a really good little... Uh, twist on the classic uh card like roguelike deck builder uh system you know uh, i just think it worked really well it, like absolutely wishlisted this one uh yeah i think they nailed it i'm i'm excited to see more of it I, yeah anyway uh so that one ruled and the last one on the list uh, and we can pretty much consider uh, this in in order, from uh, least favorite to most favorite. Uh, so this was my favorite of the demos that I've played. Karma Zoo. 
uh, is fucking fantastic. Uh, it is a co-op uh, platform where you need to stay near a uh, like a, a partner, another player, at all times uh, to maintain like you, this bubble that you've got around you, and the bubble sort of show, shows you more of the world, and you need it to be able to see. Uh, and yeah, uh, it's a like a pretty fucking challenging uh, platformer, but also a co-op game and you can't communicate with these other people and i was playing with, with randos and yeah we like it was just it was rad right like we just naturally all work together uh and you like you could see like little subtle attempts to communicate like little wiggles right you'd wiggle in one direction say let's go right or you'd move left and then wiggle say let's go left um, there, there was a moment where I, uh, like one of my co-op partners was like literally just about to die and, uh, like lose their bubble. And I like fucking did this like big heroic, like leap over. And when my bubble connected to their bubble, their bubble was safe again and they lived and like, it like screwed me. I had to fucking make my way back across the fucking, uh, like the same ravine that they were having trouble with, but yeah, we just fucking, we got it done and it was fucking good, man. Um, it was really good. And like at the end of the, every level, uh, it gives you like, depending on how well you did it, finding like the bonus shit in each level, it gives you like, a. I think it's five things to sort of vote on whether or not you're going to like take it. And so, uh, yeah, that's that's a cool mechanic as well because like, you can't again you can't communicate with these people at all, and when you're on this this screen you can't even like kind of communicate. There's zero chance of any communication. So yeah, you you just sort of have to like trust that they're gonna pick the right fucking thing, and at the same time you don't know what the right thing is. So you're sort of they're probably trusting that you're gonna pick the right thing as well, and. I don't know. There's just a lot of trust. It reminds me of... Um, what was that game? Where you're skating through sand. Journey. Reminds me right. of Journey. You know, like this unspoken uh, cooperative experience. Uh, but yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, absolutely recommend giving that one a, a look. Uh, I'd love to play it with... I'd love to see how different it would be on, on Discord or something. I think that'd be really interesting uh, because I think it could get pretty fucking like toxic, but funny toxic pretty fast. Uh, so, yeah. Well, it says random, so I don't think you can. No, you can. You can team up with people. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, you can make like a private room and stuff. So, uh, yeah. But I, I just think it'd be a completely Well, it's out soon. Things. It is next yeah. month on my birthday. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there you go. Um, that's what I played. That was my pick. I, I think Karma Zoo was the best demo I played. I think uh, mm -hmm. Cobalt Core was a really close second, and the last Exterminator was, yeah, third for me. 
What about you, Luke? What do you got? Uh, I played a couple today. Um, the first one was Robocop Rogue City. Uh, so this is the team that did... Is this Terminator. the Terminator team? Yeah. Right, the um, Terminator Resistance, which was apparently pretty good. Um, uh, and Rogue City is uh, set in the Robocop universe. I think it's like around about the first movie, I'm guessing. I don't know. That's sort of like the vibe I'm getting right. from it. Um, I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, you are playing as Robocop. Uh, he is a classic action uh, film series from like the, what, the 80s. Kills um, bad robots. Yeah. Uh, dude that died comes back as a cyborg and, and fucking murders everybody. It's like a hard R-rated film. Uh, this is Starship Troopers yeah man Um, yeah this one is a bit weird I don't know what I think so far Uh, it seems like it's the start of the game I'm not 100% sure but that's what I think it is Um, it basically puts you into like a a TV station that's been taken over by uh, a gang and you're going in there and rescuing hostages and, and popping dudes in the head uh, it's very gory and violent, um, uh, and like people's faces explode when you shoot it, and then there's blood everywhere, and uh, there's lots of drugs all over the place and that sort of thing. Um, and when you uh, when you shoot people, his gun is like from the film. It's like an automatic pistol almost. It shoots in like three round bursts, um, and it does quite a lot of damage. And so that particular weapon has infinite ammo it doesn't run out basically you can just shoot as much as you want um and then you pick up weapons throughout the world that other people drop whether it's like uh, uh, uzis or uh, ak-47s and you can use those but um it seems like your gun's pretty good at least at the start of the game and Mm. uh most things die in like one shot to the head uh, and then you do run into people that are like have helmets on and you got to try and shoot in the body and that sort of thing. Um, and it kind of just throws like a bunch of people at you and you're able to right click to target and it sort of highlights everybody in the vicinity because um, he's got a scanning system because he's Robocop. Yep. Um, and so you can start like targeting people and seeing people behind certain objects and that sort of thing. Um, and then, yeah, you're going from a pretty linear corridor shooter um to the end of this level and then it takes you back to the the city precinct and you are then like upgrading your parts and uh actually you can actually do this on the fly as well um but you're given like you go back to your little cage you know in the movie he's got his cage he does all these upgrades and all that sort of shit that's all in there it's all decked out really um you know nostalgic like and you can go to the gun range and, and start firing your gun off there and trying to beat your high scores. Uh, you can do like side missions at this, the police station. Uh, at one point, like I was at the front desk and people were coming in with their complaints and you could issue them tickets or like actually <laughs> like arrest them and things like that. Right. Um, and there's like a some sort of reputation system that's playing on in the background that I'm not too sure how that digs into it but that seems to be there yep. um 
and then like another dude comes in and you've got to help a cop uh take this drunk person down to the cell and so i'm doing that going into like a briefing room and hearing about like the next mission that i'm going on anyway then you get in your car and it takes you to the next area that's the the main mission you're going it's like a little city hub that it throws you in like a little neighborhood and i need to get from where i'm going to the main mission but as i'm doing that i'm like scouting and scanning the area and able to talk to citizens out there and like some dude at the supermarket is being harassed by two thugs who are playing that loud music you know those kids these days and it's like you can come up and talk to them and like the first option is to just destroy the radio and the other one is to like <laughs> uh tell them like to politely go away and the, other, oh, yeah. the, the next one is like tell them you'll break their bones and that sort of thing and nice. so that plays out and then it comes up with like a little thing on like you know the shopkeeper will no longer be harassed and things like that and then all right fair enough uh and then you walk you know across the street and there's a car parked on the side of the road it's in front of a fire hydrant so like you then issue the car with a parking ticket (laughs) and as you're doing that you're like getting experience points i guess to level up and at one point i um came across some graffiti i scanned it uh and then I, i i came across another dude who was graffitiing a wall pretty similar style talked to him he's like hey man i'm just a kid like uh you know i'm just out having fun and robocop is like (laughs) like uh you know let him go or issue him a fine Mm. uh i don't think there was a shoot him damn it uh but but i'm like find the motherfucker he's like this is two walls he's graffitied not in detroit you don't do that um and so uh and so he like runs away and you like scan because Robocop can't run right he's a fucking he just walks really quickly yeah. so clearly he knows Robocop's weaknesses yeah. which is to just run yeah. um because he's not getting shot for graffiti I assume that's like a low low level fucking, crime if I was Robocop tell you what but one of his directives is he's not allowed to right I don't think he can can't what I think he can kill people unless like they've got a gun isn't that the yeah I think that but can't he like wing them Maybe. Pop him in the leg. Pop him in the leg, yeah. (laughs) You've seen his gun, right? Pop quiz, hot shot. (laughs) It's not popping anybody in the leg. What do you do? Yeah, you pop the leg off. Fucking. So. Right. So then he runs away. You find him in a a, a garbage bin. You pull him out. Um, You issue him his fine. And then he runs away. And it's like he's like I'm gonna tell all my friends and it comes up and says the thug will remember that like the so there's obviously some sort of implication <laughs> or whatever his name is right oh, amazing and then like I'm walking around and like some other cop needs help with uh, this drug bust and then like I'm calling I'm finding like pay phones and then calling up the number that he's given me and then the, the the drug dude like needs help because someone's like kicking down his door and so then I'm going to the- anyway like it's there's clearly shit going on in this game that is like not what i thought it was going to be like just a corridor shooter there's other side missions and weird like reputation happening i'm Um, way more interested now (laughs) yeah uh and so i um I, i didn't play much more than that i played for like 45 minutes or something right um uh yeah, but it seems interesting. I just don't know if the shooting's going to hold up. It was pretty right. like 
like I was just literally popping dudes like heads yeah, were just yeah. exploding all over the place uh, so I don't know how repetitive that's going to get um, um, yeah anyway it seems kind of neat so I guess we'll see how that one plays out because I think it's like that's next year oh no it's 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 soon it's in three weeks right um what a weird time to release this uh i would put it out next year anyway so uh yeah i mean that's maybe one to keep an eye out for i'm assuming someone like g-man will um review that one for sure yeah yeah wait and see what that one's like but uh it was running really well um and seems kind of interesting uh yeah so I'll, i'll keep an eye out for that one but um definitely a bizarre game that i don't know really what to expect from it at all yeah um all right the next one is uh deep rock galactic survivor um and this is a uh you know one of the survivor games that we've been playing yep. a lot of recently vampire survivors the uh, auto looter shooter thingy um oh, heaven. yeah with this one it's stick is that you are um you are mining while you're, you're shooting things. Yeah, you're a space dwarf. You're going in caves and you're uh, you're collecting minerals. And while you're doing that, there are hordes of enemies attacking you. Um, and the game progressively starts sending more and more hordes at you until the uh, elite mob comes at the end. And you kill that and then you get back on your spaceship and leave. You drop shit and leave. Um, but the idea is while that is all happening, you're supposed to be exploring this map and collecting the minerals that are spread out throughout the, uh, in the rock formations. Um, and you're also creating, creating like pathways as well to try and allow you to navigate a little bit better around this environment. Um, which has got some really interesting and neat ideas. I think it works pretty well. The, um, I guess the one sort of downside to it is I feel like the you're very limited in terms of what weapons you're getting. I think right. it's a maximum of four. Um, and it just kind of feels like there's a bit of downtime in between. Like, I don't feel OP at any time. I'm killing stuff and they're dying. Yep. But it's not like, oh, I've got like fucking, you know, 15 weapons and they're all shooting and they're combining in weird ways. I mean, maybe it does get to a point where that happens, but this was very like you know at level five you've got this gun and then level 10 unlocks another one and 15 you know um every time you get yeah you kind of like you level up and it gives you a choice of from uh, you know the default setting maybe differs later on but it's like here's three things that you can pick and they could be commons or commons or rares or uh, legendaries and they kind of um have different properties to them one of them might make your primary gun shoot quicker or reload faster or you know uh they're doing more damage or can make you move quicker or mine quicker um and that sort of stuff so it's got a variety of things in there that you can uh level up and i'm pretty sure there are unlocks that you can spend to like give you different combinations of unlocks but i think that the thing that it's sort of lacking is like uh, more weapons like i I feel like it needs to have some sort of uh you know like like double the amount there because at the moment there's four and each weapon has like a reload time on it and so there are moments where like all the guns are just reloading and like you're not shooting anything yeah and so it's just like oh okay i'm just sort of running around at this point um and it shoots like 
pretty I, I don't know how it figures out how it's shooting if it's the closest thing or what I, it doesn't seem to be but um i don't really get how it picks its target so it's auto shooting and it's sort of just shooting stuff <laughs> yeah right. which is uh it'd be good if there was a reticle that you could sort of spin around at least maybe aim yeah would be handy because like if I want to, because there is a reload timer on this stuff, if I want to clear a specific path, yeah. I don't really have the choice to do that. It's kind of just picking a thing that shoot at it for me. Mm. And it's like, oh, I could have really like done something over here instead I'm shooting stuff in front of me for some reason. Yeah. Oh, I would prefer to shoot behind. But anyway, um, I think it's got some really neat ideas. Um, and uh, it looks really cool. Uh, and it seems to play well, other than the fact that like it's sort of, missing a few things that I'd like to see them change but yeah. um, I guess we'll wait and see what that one what happens with that one it's going to be in um, uh, early access at some point right. I guess next year and we'll be in early access for like uh, a year it says here yeah, right. 6 to 12 months so anyway that's uh, Deep Rock Galactic Survivor um, I do don't know if it's from the same team. I don't think it is. It did Deep Rock Galactic. I think it's a different team. Right. Looking out here. Anyway. All right. Um, and the last one that I played was uh, Crime Scene Cleaner. Um, this is from the team that does like the house flippers and all those sorts of things. Um, and it's very much like a... Uh, visceral cleanup detail we, we played that yeah a while back the premise of this one is super interesting though because uh, there's a story around it for some reason right. but you are you are almost like the person in john wick that gets called up and is like we need to clean this house like right. shit has gone down you know when the guy comes and like yeah. with the van and he's like looking at all the bodies and you're that guy because I thought it was going to be crime scene cleaner I was like oh you're, like, you're part of the, the fucking police or some shit yeah. and like anyway no nah, it turns up you get a call the, the very first mission is um, the story plays out of some guy finds out his wife is cheating and he goes to this person's house and like murders like five people right uh, and there's stuff you're collecting around the environment like uh audio logs and like um there's a story thing that's sort of playing out around it i guess and i don't know how that unfolds but that was super interesting um but anyway you like rock up to this mansion and you're out the backyard and there is a pool there and there's a body in the the base of the pool um there's blood all over the place and you your objective is to like drain the pool so you have to go and find the the drain for the pump and it's out in an area around the back and so you drain the pool water disappears you pick up the body you dump the body in your, your back of your truck uh, and then you get your garbage bin out and you're like collecting all the bullets from the ground and picking up all the broken glass from the outside and you grab your mop and bucket you fill the bucket up with water which is there's a tap nearby you bring the, the bucket over to the, the pool and you start like mopping up all the blood and then eventually the, the mop on your blood gets really dirty and then you put the mop into the water to clean it and then start doing it again eventually the bucket gets too dirty you've got to find some i think you just pick it up and collect it and it gets rid of it right um but like there's physics based things that are happening so if like if your bucket is not completely dirty and you pick it up and you knock it on something it'll just fucking knock it everywhere and you've got to like clean up your mess again it's very like visceral cleanup detail you know if you're work walking through blood stains 
it'll leave footprints footprints for a little while and that sort of thing and so it's very much like that but at the same time you're walking around this place and there's like um laptops and like wads of money and so you can steal this stuff but at the same time that's like increasing a notoriety bra uh, a bar and if it gets too high like that will cause some sort of um i don't know something will happen later on like they right you get in trouble or some shit i have no idea but there's um other ways you can earn money in the game aside from just cleaning this fucking person's disaster up um you know and then you find the keys to the main house but sorry to the uh to one of the uh storage rooms but the front like the the door you're trying to get through has a keypad system in there so you got to try and like uh get to the storage room and reset the fuse box which opens the door up you get in there and you got to like then uh wipe the cctv cameras and so there's like not just cleaning up the blood there's all this other stuff that's going on around it um and obviously there's a story there that's happening and you're doing the you know the classic weird cleaning shit like people just get kicks out of that so like i i don't know it's it's seems a lot more um a lot more depth to it than what i thought it was going to be yeah uh so yeah it's it's probably one i'll keep an eye out for um but it's so it's so weird i i don't know it's um i wish it had some like some co-op in there or something because that was the thing about visceral cleanup details like it was co-op and you were fucking around and that sort of thing um but it uh and i don't know like if you'll get more tools later on or if you can upgrade them because that was the kind of thing about um like power wash simulator is that you could start upgrading these tools but um at the end of the day using a power wash whereas this time you're like picking up bags of rubbish and scrubbing shit and like looking for marks on walls and uh, all that sort of stuff so anyway it seems interesting for a weird like type of game that they usually put out um these types of things so um i'll keep an eye out for it because it's it's sort of thing that i jump into it's a podcast game you love yeah yeah it's weird I, i'm assuming this might end up on like game pass oh maybe not maybe a bit too oh yeah it could be a bit too too much for game pass <laughs> um but anyway uh that's crime scene cleaner uh and it's coming out next year but you can yeah all of these games we talked about you can check out the demos on steam um, next fest right now yeah yeah um how long is that running for another couple of days till the end of the week till the end of the week Yes. Yeah. So uh, Monday so yeah. next week it finished. Yep. Over the weekend. Yeah, uh, I'll try and check out some more if I get some time. I don't think I will, but Yep. Yeah. Well, I definitely think well, I mean it's it's pretty close, but Karma Zoo is one to check, I reckon. For sure. Yeah. I think I saw um your Talus principle. Your progress carries over as well in Karma Zoo. Yeah, Talus Principle's on there as well, but we talked about it already, so yeah hmm. no I'm just saying for other people that want to check it out um, I don't know if it's going to be the same demo we played though that was that was a lengthy demo yeah true it was it was a big one yeah alright well there you go that is the uh, the demos for, the, for this week um, let's do some news let's do the news yeah uh, what do we got here New PlayStation model has been announced. Um, they're not calling it the PlayStation Slim, but that's what everyone's calling it. Yep. Because why not? Um, 
it's a uh, it's 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 a model of PlayStation that's going to replace the existing one once all the uh, units have been shipped off to people's homes. Uh, it is a slightly different design. Um, this is the one that we've heard rumors about where it's going to have. Um, it's basically one skew at this point, uh, and it'll either come with a disk drive or it won't. Uh, if you do get the one without the disk drive, it'll have a compartment on the side that you can just take off the cover, uh, and you can buy the disk drive separately right. and slap it on there and off you go. Um, so if you're the type of person that wants to buy physical games or wants to watch 4K Blu-ray movies, you can then spend the... Um, think it what was 140 australian i think for it off the top of my head what really? that sound about right really yeah i got an email about it that's pretty uh, good playstation sent an email which is not bad like that's roughly probably about the price of a blu-ray player anyway yeah um one sixty. yeah what with 169 159 95 oh, okay yeah 160 it's not, right. Yeah, it's about what. Yeah, but you you would need the PlayStation as well. So yeah, one fifty nine. Yeah. You would need the PlayStation. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, this is the the idea is I guess here is that they're not producing two separate PlayStations now. They're just doing the one, and yeah. it's gonna drop costs and all that sort of thing. Sure. I think it's a smart way of doing it. Um, yeah. And it's not really very different looking compared to the one that's existing out there now it's uh apparently 30 percent smaller right uh weighs about 18 percent less and 24 percent compared to the previous models i don't know what that means what does that mean i have no idea i have no idea what that means uh what do you have the press release do you have it uh i'm looking at the email Right. Where, where Do you know what that means? It says the uh, the new PlayStation 5 has been reduced in volume by more than 30% and weight by 18% and 24% compared to the yeah. previous models. Right. I, what does that mean? Um, 18% oh, I guess and 24%. 18% Was there of, different? It's, it's 18% lighter than the discless, the original discless. Ah. And 24% lighter than the disc inclusive... Sure. Right. It's got to be it. Okay. That's got to be. Okay. It. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I know that they have been like the PlayStations do get updates a lot. Well, not a lot, but they they do get new models that are released. People just don't really notice them. Um, yeah. And so there are potentials where like the weight of one that's out there now currently could be weighing differently than the one you and I have got, just because as time goes on you know cycles production cycles get they get better at what they're doing and the costs start reducing um anyway the uh the price on this one will pretty much stay the same yeah um so australia is uh 7.99 for the uh 4k with the disc, disc drive one yeah. uh the digital will be 6.79 um which like i guess i saw i saw the the proper playstation 5s with the disc drives going for like 630 last week so there are sales on they do drop in price yeah quite a bit yeah um yeah 
the problem, the, the thing that's going on here is that they're going to start rolling these out um, next month in the US. Yep. Um, and then over the um, next couple of months, um, they will also start coming out to other countries as well. We don't know when Australia will get them. Uh, but I think the, the thing people need to be cautious of here um, is that there is rumored to be a new PlayStation model coming out next year as well. Right. So I guess you got to sort of weigh up what, like you want to do here. PlayStation 5 Pro type deal. Yeah, the pro the pro model is rumored for next end of next year. So mm-hmm. if you do have if you do want to get a PlayStation and you're thinking about getting one at the start of next year or whenever these do come out, um you've yeah. got to sort of think about the possibility of there being a new one in ten months time, a pro version and mm. it could be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Um any thoughts on this at all? Uh, nothing that you haven't already said. I mean, I guess, did you see the, the stand thing that they've got? There's no way. Why would you pay 50 bucks for that? That's crazy. Um, yeah, didn't the stand come Yeah. with the one we've got, right? Yep. But so how so, does it stand now? So it's got a stand. It's, in a, it's, it's on a stand. So yeah, but you have to buy the stand. Oh, yeah. I think you're supposed to put it flat. Like horizontal. Oh, okay. Right, so they've taken the stand out and charging you more. Those motherfuckers. Cheeky fucks. Yeah, because mine stands up like that. Yeah, mine's currently Came with a stand. Those, no one's, no one's, have you just exclusive them? Have you just cracked the case? We did it. Get it out, write it. Boom. Um, But yeah. So that's ridiculous. Also, uh, they're selling console covers. Oh yeah. 50... Uh, it'll be more like 70 bucks. Uh, but like, I don't know. They're, they're going to be different sizes and stuff. So um, Yeah. I mean, th- this is weird to me. Like, I w- they should have been doing this from the get-go. Yeah. Like, o- all of this stuff should be... There's yeah. such a big market in, like, people customizing their consoles, whether it's the covers or yeah. the controllers. Yeah. People love that shit. Yeah. Um like even and the smart thing they're doing now is as well the uh the playstation like bundles that they make their covers as well so if you go by the the spider-man bundle right you're not getting the spider-man you know console it's like here it's two it's the covers that are in there as well and the controllers and you can sort of swap them is in that and a out, smart so. thing because those fucking special edition consoles used to, like people used to collect whole fucking consoles right like yeah like people would buy an extra fucking console just so they could have the fucking Spider-Man PlayStation or whatever the fuck. Right. Not everyone has J money. Though. That's a problem. True, but like, <laughs> are they are they getting more people to buy in? But now the whales, they're they're like reverse whale hunting. Yeah, I think it's easier to sell. Um, how much are they? Fifty. Five dollars. I can't. I can't do price. Seventy five dollars. It's easy to. I feel like it's easy to sell seventy five dollar cover mm. to a bunch of people than it is to just sell the consoles. And they're probably like making a better profit off the console covers than they are on the consoles. Right. Yeah. Now there. I think you've got a point. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely making more of a profit there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a piece of plastic. Like how much? Yeah. Like ten bucks or something. Um. 
It's a one banana, Michael. Anyway. What could it cost? Um, yeah. Awesome. Cool. All what right. would you buy out of this list? The console covers. They announced a couple. None. No, they didn't. <laughs> oh, they're colors. I thought they were going to do like, you know, games. Because they had a list of games here, but they're just talking about stuff that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't buy uh, any. Would you go black? No. All right. Do they... What, like, where's the original PlayStation Grey? Where's that? Where's That's it? like a anniversary thing. Yeah, well, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Sell it all I got one of those controllers here somewhere. I know you do, you dog. So jelly. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Okay, cool. Moving on. All right. Next up, uh, John Riccatello is retiring from Unity. Over at Unity. Over After at Unity. Sh- shitting the bed constantly. Has been forced out. Uh, yes, after essentially destroying the company, uh, for some reason he didn't get to keep his job. I don't know. Pretty weird, but yeah. So he's moving on, uh, but the damage is already done. So you know. Oh well, what what can you do? He got his money. He gets his parachute. Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> on to the next place, I guess. Where do you think he's going yeah. next? Oh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft, Just, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's going to really... Sh- do they need help? Really shitting No, I up? think they're doing okay at the moment. Yeah. Um, they could be... They could tank it faster, you know? Yeah. Activision? Acti- oh. They'll be looking for a new CEO soon. If they don't, if they don't get bought out by Microsoft. No, nah, that's... Uh, apparently, they're pushing that through next week. We'll see. We'll see. I think somebody's gonna have to buy me some ice cream. It's you. You have to buy me Go. ice cream. Yeah. It's look. You made the bet, mate. It's happening. It's happening. Anyway. Hmm. Uh yeah. Cool. Uh what else? Uh and then this one I just thought I put in here. Uh Redfall hit uh single digits. On Steam, a concurrent play account. Um, at one point, it dropped to as low as three. Uh, if you look at there right now, it's on 22 players currently playing Redfall. Oh, that's fucking huge. That's a, a huge. And they just put out like a new patch, I think. Damn. Um, which is, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's not good. Oh, that's damn, not a good number not... at all. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's, that's not ideal. Uh, improved performance. It's there's not really that patch doesn't really add what it would need to add. Oh, it's it's bad when you you look at patch notes and for a AAA game uh, from five days ago, and it's got zero comments on Steam. That's rough. Because no one's playing it. Yeah. Yuff. Alrighty. Hmm. Well, it is what it is, and it's not yeah. very good. Uh, uh, cool. All right. There you go. Um, do we have any questions this week? I do see the thing blinking at me. Blinking at me. Veldar writes, Yo, generic anarchist podcasters, I've been playing Pikmin 4. Really enjoying it. However, much like Pikmin 2, it uses caves as a way to extend the game out. More variety than P2. However, it still feels like a disconnect from the puzzle overworld. 
the puzzle overworld. Why would I say overworld? Uh, P1 and 3 were both short, but a blast to play through, and I felt compelled to do a second run. Pikmin 4 has parts that feel like a slog. Once I'm done, it's going to be a while before I touch it again. Therefore, what is a game you wanted to love, but the padding ruined the experience or your ability to come back for another play? Fucking hell. There are so many games. Like, as soon as, as soon as... Because, I mean, the amount of games we go through, right? Like, uh, as soon as I feel any impetus to put a game down... The odds of me picking it back up again are really slim. And I have to really fucking concentrate. It's like uh, Jedi Survivor. I actually think to myself, I really want to fucking finish that. And then I think, oh, if I go back to it, I'm going to have to relearn how to play it and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and so then I just, you know, watch uh, rugby tackles, highlights, uh, compilations on YouTube instead. Uh, for like six hours and I'm like well I probably could have relearned how to play Jedi Survivor in that time but it's too late now no uh the the one that immediately comes to mind though is um we we're talking about it last week when Luke was talking about the new Assassin's Creed uh Valhalla Assassin's Creed Valhalla I just there was just it was too too much padding right like there's just too much going on in that game and like i really liked the external shit that 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 game put on offer it just there was all this other shit that i felt like i had to do and i just oh i just couldn't keep going yeah lukey any thoughts any uh games that you wanted to love with the padding ruined the experience or your ability to do a replay even Mm. I mean, nothing that jumps out straight away no. that I can think of. Um, I mean, the, the one thing that sort of it gets a bit... I mean, it's not necessarily padding in terms of them trying to make games have more, um, like, doing the same thing or, like, last longer. The... Um, the this is more like a loading the, the you know the elevators in mass, oh, mass effect or the yeah. um you know going through the cave wall really slowly like that's a i think a different type of padding that's more of a um that's something that i think we're seeing less and less of mm. um and st stuff i can probably talk about a bit more next week um but like yeah it's 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 interesting that like we've had um things in the game to try and lengthen them a little bit but it's it's purely there as a design as part of this design to make the hide the seams the things that it's doing in the background to try and um you know pretend that something's happening that's not happening um yeah i don't know what like i'll tell you what i was playing when i was playing black mesa yeah that initial fucking train ride Sure. but that's not it. that's world building that, oh, that back in the day though? that was like this is a fucking amazing this is the best thing no I fucking hated it then and I hated nah. it now it was amazing it was amazing nah it's a slog it's basically exactly it it's padding for no reason get the fuck out of here 
fucking 15-minute train ride. Good Lord. It's not 15 minutes. Fucking it's a credit scene. God With damn. you, like, going through and, like, G-Man is up on the balcony waving to you. And I you're don't like, oh, give a shit. There's no talking. He doesn't talk. You should love that game. Fucking, I don't get to do anything. I'm jumping, fucking jumping around this fucking train. Waiting. It's trying bananas. Yeah. You know what's super annoying? Um, this is a different padding as well, but like when mm. characters are walking and, uh, and like you're with someone yeah. and they're walking with you, yeah. but like the the animation that's playing out on the other character is either too quick or too slow for you and so you can't fucking walk at the same Star pace. Starfield. Starfield did that. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. They walked too fast for you to, to press the walk key and just follow them. And they, mm. but they, they were too slow for you to actually continue to run around. Right. Absolutely fucking bonkers. It drove me bonkers. Oh, you know what fucking drives me fucking batty? When you're sitting in a car and another person's driving it and yapping it and you constantly, you can't skip the fucking dialogue. And also they're not, the voice acting isn't very good. And so you start playing cyberpunk altogether. It's very good. It is very good. You're just shit at games. I'm great at games. Yeah. Great games. Um, anyway, good question, Velda. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, like, I can't think of any like examples of... Maybe it's just because I go through much, so much shit. I'm just like... It doesn't linger that, that much in my brain. Yeah. You came up with like, like three examples? Yeah, but that's, I think that's a different type of... Uh, that's different to what he's talking about, I think. I think he's talking about like games that just feel like they're doing the same thing over and over again just to make them longer. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Oh. All right. All righty. Good question, Veldar. Uh, that is it. Right. That's it. Fucking no more questions. A pathetic 90-minute effort. Yeah. Um, I tried. I tried, right. listeners. Tried to pad it out. You should have played more demos. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I read, out, I read out IMDB reviews for like 10 minutes. Come on. Yeah. Um... That's all right. I can go get some dinner early. All right. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Anything you want to plug for this week or give a shout out to that you've uh, seen, oh, yeah. read, listened to? You know what? Uh, I know. Uh, I know. I don't listen to podcasts, but um, I was. There's, there's one. There is a couple that I actually do listen to, uh, and one of them is Smartless with Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and Sean Hayes, and they have a guest. And uh, they did a TV show. They went on tour, did live shows, and they did a TV show uh, about going on tour, and it's, like, behind the scenes. And, like, it's it's part, like, the funny shit that makes the podcast worth listening to because they're, you know, fucking professional comedians uh, who are naturally very funny and, like... Uh, but also Jason Bateman's a fucking lunatic. He's a germ germaphobe with like an eating disorder and uh sean hayes is not an improv comedian unlike like jason and and will who are like obviously very talented improv sean is not capable of that so it's like this whole other thing and uh but what i found really interesting was the first episode they they talk about their first pair of live shows and the first guest uh, that they have is uh, a very famous comedian. The second guest, 
like they did two shows back to back. The second guest was a, uh, I think MIT, like astrophysicist. And it bombed. It was like nine mm. o'clock at night. They were in Boston. Everyone in the crowd was drunk and the show bombed because the guy was a physicist and they do have guests like that on the podcast but like it was it was just this mistake they made uh because uh, you know a live show isn't your regular podcast right like you, it's it, you're doing it for a live audience um so it's different and uh they hadn't realized and like they go deep into it right and like it's pretty a pretty raw look at that shit so i thought it was pretty entertaining uh in multiple different ways like funny and also yeah sort of interesting that they could fuck up like that so it's a good watch and the podcast is usually pretty good nice yeah, yeah. did you um play forza at all no i haven't played forza right okay uh, is yeah. it that's on game pass i assume right i think it's on early access game pass okay. uh but yeah no yeah I didn't crack out the wheel. Yeah. Fair enough. No, because I just saw Heath. Yes. Saying he's playing it. Yep. I'm keen to give it a, a squiz, but no. Uh, what about you, Luke? You got anything to plug? Yeah, you can go to gamepo.com. I had a review got for Assassin's Creed Mirage. You can go check that out. Um, yeah, go give that one a read. I, I actually didn't look at the other reviews. How did that one review? Uh... I think it was middling. Well, that's what I said. Seventy six, seventy seven. Yeah. Um, okay. I think Clebby had it in the fantasy critic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had it. Seventy seven. He got seven points for it. I am getting absolutely pants this week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> NHL twenty four came out. Uh, managed a seventy five. I cannot believe it. None of the reviews read like seventy five. Uh, but <laughs> here we are. And Cricket, 24, is sitting at yeah. 58, and I'm going to get fucked on that. I'm going to get absolutely fucked. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I need a lot of fucking points. I need a lot of fucking points. Or I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Um, and then you can also keep an eye out for my um, Marvel Spider-Man 2 review as well next week. Ooh, cool. Um, which... Which uh, probably got before we record, I'm assuming. Um, unless we... Anyway, we'll figure that out. So, yeah, you okay. can keep an eye um, for that one. Uh, otherwise, that is it for this week. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Android. Uh, we're not on Google Podcasts anymore, apparently. It's gone. They fired it off in the sun. Classic. Another Google fucking effort. They've done it again. Yeah. Um, but we are still on the Windows <laughs> Store, so... Yeah, anywhere you get your podcast from, uh, check us out. We're on The Gap or The GA Podcast. If you, if you uh, do have a moment, please rate and review the show. Helps other people find us on the internet. Um, I don't know where else you'd listen. What? Like Pigeon? Yeah. A parrot? Pirate like someone's radio. Someone's playing a parrot? Pirate radio. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's just got it playing. Yeah. I don't know. In Broadcasting. space? Yeah. Yeah, the old digital archives? Exactly. Just someone's listening to this. Transmitting it out to her space, and then when the aliens come 
500 years from now, they're going to be like, I'll tell you why we're here. These two. To fucking end you all because of these motherfuckers. This motherfucker won't listen to dialogue in video games. <laughs> this is the reason why. It's the stupid. That's when we realized you were too stupid to be allowed to live <laughs> as a species. <laughs> yeah. We found him, the teabagging guy. We got yeah, him. Yeah, he's always teabagging and he's not listening to anything. Um, you can go to our Discord page, the, the gapodcast.com slash Discord. That'll open up a link and take you to our community there. Um, you can talk about video games, books, movies, TV shows, food, everything to do with games, uh, and just have fun. We, we play games on there as well. Um, you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our past episodes of the show, anything else we put up. That's all thanks to our Patreon members. They help us pay the bills. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash thegapodcast. Uh, and you can get the uh, the show sometimes a bit earlier if it allows for it. Last week, I think it went up late, right? Because of um, Talos Principle. Yes. It was up on like a Saturday. Yep. yep. Won't be the same um, this so, week. Yeah. So sorry about that one. Um, yeah. And uh, I think that is it. That's all my plugs. I think that's all my plugs. Nice. Yep. Thank you, everyone, for supporting the show. Thank you Appreciate so much. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Like I said, next week, we've got maybe Forza. I don't know. I, I'm not going to play it, but Job might. Yep. Make him play it. Force him to play it. Look out. Yeah. Yep. Um, but obviously, yeah, the big one, Marvel Spider-Man 2 is out next Friday, and we will be able to talk about that then. And so, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Anyway, that is the show for this week. Thanks for coming this week, Job. Appreciate oh, it. Yeah, no worries. Play no some worries. demos. Yep. Um, talk about some movies that I hated. Talk about some movies, you know. Good show, good show. show. Uh, All right, well, there you go. Uh, Stay safe, everybody, and we will catch you next week. Love you, bye.